Hello, everybody, and welcome to Romancing Our Stones, the male survival guide to pop culture and media your girl will drag you to. I am Matt. This is Alex. And we are here with our very special contest winner, Saramya, from Costa Mesa, California. Saramya, how are you? Hi, everybody. I'm here representing the OC. Thanks for having me, you guys. <laughs> You're welcome. We're glad to have you. And we are, we're finishing up our, our segment here on um, Love is Blind on Netflix. Uh, episodes eight, nine, and or sorry, nine, ten, and the reunion, uh, which includes the bachelor party and the weddings and the reunion show. So, hope everyone's wearing their seatbelts because holy crap, was this a uh, an experience and what in itself? But before we jump into the madness, we have to figure out how are we sedating ourselves today, Alex? Today I uh, went to the trouble of getting our new Belgium Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA. Nine percent today, so you're gonna see me get a little silly. Yeah, so. we're gonna have them start not making words come together, but it's yep. no different than any other show. And Sarami, <laughs> what are you drinking tonight? You guys, I know you usually do the beers, and I really try, but I don't know if you're aware we're in a global pandemic. Yes. So I just pulled out whatever I had in my wine uh, basket, and that's a whole lot of wine. So I'm going with a New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc. It's delicious. I think that's so adequate for how beautiful it is. We're going into March. We can't go outside. We need to have the white wine to just really tickle our taste buds and also give us our buzz. I'm just impressed that she has a wine from New Zealand that she pulled out of a wine basket that is in her house. <laughs> well, I don't geez. have a wine basket. I didn't know you were ever talking to Madame Warbucks over there. <laughs> I bought I had it's the OC the right way, you guys. Come on. Priorities. This is true. I, I, I had to buy a ski mask so I could go out and buy beer today. So... Um, Never better and better time to be a bank robber because you can wear a ski mask to a store and no one looks at you weird. Right? So. <laughs> if you cough, they will, though. That's true. I didn't cough. You know, if, you're just like, if you cough out in public, people look at you like you got the plague. Yeah, really strange time to get a prostate check, too, because they don't want you to cough. So I'm so confused when I go to the doctor. Um, yeah, you get a, a, a year. I do them by choice, you know, monthly for me. You volunteer for those? Yeah, Dr. Coldfinger. It's nice. All the research they've been making these last couple of years, it's all yeah. due to you. Yeah, can do, can do attitude, Alex. <laughs> um, so, what do you think? I mean, well, where do you want to start? I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I feel like because they, they they start the very beginning right at the Damien and Gigi. They're up on the altar. She's already said yes. No, where did we were you before? You're ahead of us. Is it? Because it was a bachelor, bachelorette party. Oh, you're totally right. Sorry, I was jumping into episode uh, 10. Ugh. My bad, my bad. So, Ugh. bachelor and bachelorette party. We'll take that out in post. Can I just say I love that the... Post. Can I just say I love the... The fact that the women had a stripper on a bus, on a party bus, and then go bar hopping... And the and then they go to like a, 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 a drag know, queen. A drag queen. Right. Thank you. I was yeah. Looking for other words, I'm like I don't think that's right. <laughs> but uh, they go to a drag drag queen show. Meanwhile, the guys have a cultured art venue like get together, like potluck with all of their buddies. And I'm like, this is interesting. This juxtaposition of uh, gender roles. I love the meat tray with the cheese. That they had at the men's deal. And I have to say, the drag guy, the drag host, he was literally was saying everything we felt about Jessica in one moment. This girl was slurring her words. He, he was great. 
What are you saying, sorry? Sorry. Oh, sorry. She was, I mean, you're right. Everything that we thought about Jessica, she was just, and Jessica was letting it happen. She was just drunk and just yelling things that she shouldn't have. I mean, come on. She, her little one-on-one with the camera was fantastic. And she, her eyes weren't even focusing on the camera. Like, she was all over the place. And I, I don't understand how she's the oldest and she's the least competent drinker on the show. <laughs> now, I don't know if she's like, she needs to drink to drown her inner demons that are torturing her on a daily basis or what the reason is for it. Because, you know, her, she, as she told the reunion show, her drinking doesn't make her tell the truth. It makes her tell her things that she's yeah. not feeling. And here's my theory. She's not even honest with herself. And that's a perfect example of that. When she's drinking, the truth always comes, like, your deepest, darkest truths come out about yourself when you have zero inhibitions. Typically. But not this case. But, I mean, it, it's... You would think you get to a certain age and you start figuring out one thing. I mean, we talked about this last show. You just draw the line, like, I'm done drinking for a bit. I'm going to take a stop. Yep. I, you know, maybe mix in some waters. Yep. <laughs> a glass for a glass. Have your, pound your, your glass of water in between every beer or glass of wine. See, we're learning, things. We're learning things here today, Saramia. Yeah. I'm it, sorry, you guys are cutting out. What's, I didn't hear the last thing that you said. Oh, I, you mix in waters when you drink to uh, pace yourself. Oh, yeah, slow it down, Messica. I mean, Lauren called her that, but... And she's super shady with everything that's going on with her um, and Amber, but, like, I feel like the, the editing through Netflix, that's really who's shady because they mm. just let you see Jessica's in all of her messiness, which is incredible. That is probably my favorite part of this whole entire show. Yeah. It's really well edited, this show. I mean, they try and slip in Netflix as many times as possible. I don't know if you've noticed <laughs> that when, like, Barnett's talking or they always talk about Netflix, which, you know, is, a, you know... They're personal plugs, constantly. Yeah, there's, they're there. But you're already watching Netflix to watch the show, so... I mean, it's not like you're new to Netflix and... Don't know what the Netflix and chilling is. Netflix is omnipresent at this point. I don't think you have to worry about. Uh, although I don't. It's a, it's a it's a state run show at this point. It's a Netflix sponsored show. So I wonder if they, they ask like the producers or whatever the, the people interviewing them were saying. So like, well, you had nothing to do all day. Like, what were you guys doing? Oh, you're watching. Oh, you're watching, you're streaming TV shows. Oh, wh- which one were you on? Film. Go. <laughs> do it. They probably give them Netflix. <laughs> It's probably like, no Hulu. There's no Hulu here. <laughs> don't, don't you dare say Hulu. <laughs> Hulu hoops are now called Netflix Netflix hoops. hoops. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, speaking of hoops, um, Lauren's hoops said speed on them. Yes. I don't know if you noticed that. Yep. Of course I noticed that. How could you not? That's her last name. Is it? Yeah. Speed. Yeah. No Stop way. it. Yeah, I just found that as I Googled um, Lauren dresses Cam now. Which is really funny if you haven't Googled it. It uh, can, I, can I just say that I'm very traditional when it comes to, like, my wife took my last name. But if my wife's last name was fucking Speed, <laughs> I'm going to be taking her last yeah, name. Yeah, I'm, I'm against gender roles. My so. name is Alex Speed. How are you doing? <laughs> Jeez, Cameron. I don't know, man. I know things are going fast, but I'm Matt Speed. <laughs> <laughs> that almost sounds like a porn name. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, porn up, give me a call. Just how fast their relationship is going. It's a full speed ahead. I mean, come on. She lives her life. She's aptly named. Can you imagine the, the speed wedding? Is this a themed wedding? <laughs> what are we talking about here? Oh, if she ran track in high school, she'd be the speed racer. Be good. 
Um, it's amazing. I did not know that. Yeah, so fun fact. Um, on the uh, Lauren and Cameron, something I learned from the bachelor party, though, is that Cameron has the stereotypical whitest friends I've yep. ever seen in my entire life. They're sitting there with their glasses, t- and they're mm. all scientific, scientist nerds that are nerds. literally on the verge of talking about, debating about Marvel versus D- you, DC. You can tell they're panicked because they've never been in a room with that many people that they haven't been forced to work with. Oh, yeah. Like, you can tell they're like, I am uncomfortable right now. They were the only ones available for a one-on-one interviews because they wanted to break away from everyone <laughs> just to have a moment to decompress, I think. <laughs> Well, they came for the strippers, but there were none. What are we going to do? Talk to other people at the bachelor party? Yeah, they're, they're there for only the... female interaction all year. Yeah, they're there for the meat trays. <laughs> and then there, it was really... And then you, there's this awkward conversation between uh, Mark and Kenny as well. <laughs> Talking about how they haven't gotten laid? Yeah. But Mark was presenting himself like he's had sex. Like, have they had sex? Totally lying. He's projecting... Mark and Jessica? Yeah. I, I, he kept talking about this emotional relationship that would, worked into a physical relationship, and he made a gesture with his hands, which made me think, yeah, they did it. But I could be wrong. <laughs> was, <laughs> it was like an explosion situation. But, I don't know. But, it, but it's for that reason that my theory is, is that they did not, because the... I'm sorry, two guys talking to each other about finally getting laid, especially by a woman they're about to get married. They're yeah. not gonna, like, man... Our emotional connection was so there, so then the physical one, yeah, it was there. What are you talking about? We I'm just, not explaining we that. Just I'm, that. We just had that conversation. We just had that verbatim conversation. Yeah. But I doubt. I doubt if, if you're dating a girl, you guys end up going, you know, hitting a home run, and all of a sudden you're saying, "Dude, the emotional connection was there." And guess what? The physical one built that bridge. It happened, and there was just such a strong connection. It was so beautiful. I'm sorry. It, it, a guy's gonna want details, and like there was no details being shared in that conversation. No. I'd rather that though than Junia throwing Damien under the bus, screaming like, "You're not the best sex I ever had." Like she destroys <laughs> him. She uh, she did level him. He needed a good leveling though, in my opinion. He did. He he thinks pretty highly of himself. Are you a Damien fan? We're not Damien fans here. Nine anymore. Kenny's my guy all the way. Okay, Kenny can. So Kenny, 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 the way that Kenny handled the wedding thing, which we'll get to, was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Even even Kelly's mom was like, "I love this guy." Yep, he is class A act. You know, I think that like, you know, I, I Kelly and Kenny's relationship is like a watercolor that looks really good that someone's painted, then it dries all fucking weird. <laughs> You know, like, the whole time you're like, wow, this actually looks really good. And then they don't get together and they're like, oh, wow, this is a really messed up picture. You know, like, the whole time they they didn't add anything. They were very pleasant. And all of a sudden they didn't decide not to work out. My whole question is everybody just kept saying they loved each other. Where did this love go suddenly? Where did it come from? Where did it go? Yeah, and I think to your point earlier, Tamiya, was the, the production, the editing they messed up on that one, at least with Kenny and Kelly. Well, but, but even with Jessica and Mark, Jessica comes up to the altar, says she loves him, and kisses him. It's like, wouldn't you show some restraint, like, knowing what you're going to do? Yeah. I mean, I know this is not a big point for you guys, but Mark and Jessica had a very different 
uh, wedding venue than the rest of why and then in the second viewing is when i realized jessica didn't even bring her family like yeah. Mark, get a clue her side was empty she had well, she had two rows full i remember my, my wife had even asked me vanessa was like does like are her parents dead i'm like i have no clue they haven't they haven't described anything about this well if they're not they are now because they killed themselves <laughs> yeah. out of disappointment <laughs> <laughs> you did it you went there I, yeah, you got real dark real quick. Um, I I don't know. I just I. <laughs> going to help that one. Oh, uh, <laughs> sorry. On Easter weekend too. I keep going. They died with Jessica's dignity. I don't know. Like <laughs> uh, my favorite meme right now is the COVID nineteen or Jessica thirty four, which is worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty damn good. Um, <laughs> but there's so before we get into the weddings. Where can I buy this gold stemware that they're using throughout the whole show? Urban Outfitters. That, that was my first point that I wrote down in my little note sheet. Who is sponsoring the Netflix goblet? What is <laughs> happening right now? <laughs> the brushed, it's like brushed steel that's painted gold. And it's, I like the look. Don't worry, I love the look, but I, I is want. Is the same company that sponsored the pepperoni confetti? Like what is going on there? Is it Domino's? <laughs> Hey, wait, tell us more about that one. What's yeah, the what's pepperoni, pepperoni confetti? confetti? Well, the confetti that's... They're supposed to be rose petals, but they look like pepperonis. <laughs> that was... That, that is was really... I, was, though, I did look at those rose petals. I'm like, are those real rose petals? <laughs> they're like, they're like <laughs> synthetic <laughs> ones. They're going to use it for season it's two, apparently. <laughs> synthetic, synthetic rose petals brought to you by a Puff Murphy's. <laughs> Day two, I don't think that if you laid out a dress that you wanted your spouse or fiance to wear, like that's gonna fly as well as it did. Because it's like, I don't wanna wear that dress. That dress is XYZ. Like, I don't know if I'd wanna wear that. I think it'd be very audacious. Also, he said, meet me in the lobby in 30 minutes. How the hell did he know when she was gonna show up? I did think about that fact. He had him like staring, like peeking out from like a window. I'm like, oh, she's walking in. Cool. Yeah, let me I'll f- be ready. <laughs> and, then, and then, and then another point too, he said, meet in the lobby. Then he meets, she meets her at Mountain Airfield. Yeah. Like, or how, how about this factor? How does he know how long it's going to take for her to get ready? Oh. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, my life takes 15 minutes to get ready. My sister takes three and a half decades. <laughs> so... <laughs> She's not ready yet. He must know. <laughs> She's, I'm still waiting. Yeah. Yeah. It's a song, Waiting on a Woman, by Brad Paisley. So my question is, he must know her well enough to know how long it takes for her to get ready. If he knows... Me, or, again, I guess he gives her a time constraint. Meet me downstairs in 30 minutes. Okay. That makes sense. Can you imagine if you loved her? Well, <laughs> You're to be fair, their relationship was fed up. So 30 minutes, you know, their whole courtship was three weeks or whatever. So 30 minutes seems, I think it works. That's I like two years. Amount of time to get ready. <laughs> he could have been being so cool. Like, I, this helicopter is not unrefundable. We're blades up in 30 minutes. Like, he could have made it really cool. Before or after the Kobe incident. Oh, no, it had to have been. From LA. This is a year before the Kobe incident, right? I mean, think about it. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, it's a year before Kobe. Yeah, I just, yeah, it's true. Sorry. Cool. They're, they're going to score that uh, those helicopter points. Yeah. There was a fantasy league for Love is Blind. Maybe we should do a fantasy league for the next Love is Blind. You don't, know they're doing season two. Don't give me more work. I can't, <laughs> I can't do that. Um, 
we'll, All get, right. we'll get an algorithm. We'll, we'll figure out. Somebody will build an algorithm. All right, so which which relationship do you want to tear into first? Yeah, well, let's Ramya pick. Ramya, dealer's choice. Well, we got to save the best for last, right? So I guess maybe we start with um, Barnett and Amber? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, that's fair enough. I, I had very little uh, objective points that I was taking when I was watching that part. It's very, very straightforward. I mean, he got a little cold feet. She's a little bit concerned. There's a little bit of drama around that, but she walks on up. They say, I do, and they're married happily ever after. They're the realest group that I think. I think they're like the realest couple in this whole deal. I think that Cameron and Lauren, another, and Lauren's my favorite, but I think Cameron and Lauren are kind of idealistic, where Amber and Barnett are the most realistic couple, I think, out of all these groups that we've seen, in the sense that. They have honest conversations. They put forth a sense of self that's fun and and outgoing. They recognize that they are, are up. There are situations that or characteristics the other person has that irks them and causes them strife, but they're willing to work with that and complement the way that they're living their life. I mean, Barnett stole as good as it gets line by saying, "You make me a better man." Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna Jack Nicholson's the man, so I, I'll. Let it slide. You had me at hello. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think she did that at one point. <laughs> but I thought in the reunion special, I thought it was interesting how they talked about how they went through hard times and they butted heads and they had to come around it and recognize the stubbornness in each other and recognize that if you, as soon as you drop the expectations you have for another person, then all of a sudden your relationship then can grow. And I think that it's very real. this whole process, you know, is real, 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 realistically mitigating expectations you have in a, in, a, in a spouse, partner, whatever it may be. And I think they're one of the only... I think Cameron and Lauren did a good job. Maybe that's why they're the two married couples, but of mitigating expectation that you have on your partner, where you have someone that's Kelly, it's like, he needs to be Burnett. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is not going to work out. Yeah, never mind. How dare you be married to a blonde person forever? Who's... A very nice person who is classy and has your back. Like, what? Yeah. He didn't have brown hair, though, Saramia. Oh, right. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's why I'm single. Deal breaker. Um, you can't tell the difference. Yeah. yeah. And I thought that, I thought the, the I mean, they, they had, they, I mean, if The Bachelor had a conversation about finances, that would be, the, like, my favorite episode to watch. I'm yeah. an Instagram <laughs> influencer in the making. So, here's my plan. Great. Currently, my cash flow is zero dollars per month. I have, but s- my marketing strategy is on point because my earrings have my last name on them. Yes, <laughs> that that that's, that that escalates you from a thousand followers to a thousand forty. Just automatic forty person bump. Boom. I mean, they know who to look for now. Come on, I feel like that's a winning strategy. <laughs> Versus, hi, um, I only work whenever I want to. I would love that financial step. Also, I have student debt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I don't they pay my. Can I don't pay my minimums. Can, can I just say that Netflix did a fantastic job of painting that picture of like, this is where this doesn't work, this whole lifestyle. Like, I work what I want. Oh, by the way, I'm riddled with student debt and I also have credit card debt that I haven't paid off yet. It's but like Netflix but, is cheap and I can afford it. <laughs> Thanks, Netflix. Yeah. I only have to work for one hour at a burger joint to get Netflix for a month. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I thought they, I think they have real conversations, and I think that they have each other's backs. Which I, you know, like the fact that they had conversations 
about Jessica after Barnett was in that situation. Yeah, which was producer Forrest. I mean, they had conversations that I think that... I, I like that Amber will... She cuts the shit real quick. She goes, look, here's how I'm going to... Like, here's what I need from you. And we didn't really get that from Barnett, but I'm guessing there was a bit of reciprocation because, like you said, if one party is being that vulnerable and that honest and straightforward, you got to assume he's being the same way. I think so. Yeah, I mean, he seems like yeah, the person that... Even though she seems straightforward and sort of says what's on her mind, she creates a space where he can do the same, I think, versus if he was more of an introvert, he just sort of would go with whatever she said instead of actually be feeling safe in yeah. the relationship. Where Cameron, I think, is going with what Lauren says... I would argue that maybe Cameron and Lauren, their conversations just aren't as meaty and juicy from a production standpoint. What are you talking about? I mean, they had the whole interracial babies and they I mean they no, have that through line. That, but, but that's because that was meaty and juicy. I'm talking about when it comes to finances, I'm sure it's one of those things where it's like, they might have filmed it and like, this is boring. We just cut it. Right? Whereas like with Amber and Barnett, their conversations were like with her dad and like he's got a stable job and he's taking care of himself. He's got a house. Like, I think it made for more more juicy content on their side. I wanna yeah. I wanna say Laura and Cameron had the same conversation, but imagine if she's got enough where she's making money, she's making things work for herself, he's got money making work making it work for himself. Not that much of a there's not like there's not tension. There's which no, I think was what looking Yeah, I think they have they're probably two very smart people who have their heads on straight. He's a scientist and she I think she owns her own home. She, she so seems like I a think hustler. they probably have the finances and yeah. figured out. They seem very mature. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with that too. And I think that, I mean, finances are the, I think finances, you know, are the, one of the biggest parts of a marriage relationship that people gloss over. Like, I think oh, it's under, it's under I'm shaving. a spender and I'm a saver, uh-huh. you know, like, yeah, well that can ruin you if you don't get yeah. it under. Control. I think that's a big understatement. Yeah. yeah. And overall, just as a, like from a societal standpoint where it's like, no, that can and I think there's even numbers that's, that come out where it's like on, on divorce rates, like the percentage of divorces that are, are due as a result of just financial struggle yeah. or financial differences. Yes. Well, you look at, that's when you look at Jessica and Mark. Jessica clearly has her shit together. Which is a wholesale. And Mark, Mark has his brand new sense of fitness, bro, that's going to <laughs> catapult him to, to stardom. He's going to be the next uh, Julian Michaels, bro. Well, but they have an emotional connection, Matt, so... That's true. They, they grew into a physical one. Maybe. You know? Maybe. I still doubt... I, I'm still 100% convinced they never had sex. I, I, they couldn't have. She still... She still wouldn't... Like, she barely... She barely kissed him by the end of the whole series. I feel like the dog got more snuggles from Jessica than Mark did all That season. dog lived like a king in that apartment. And by the way, she mentioned that Mark had a dog, but Mark's dog wasn't even allowed in the, in the apartment. Was that Mark's dog? I don't know. Uh, he sure let that dog drink that wine out of her glass super fast. <laughs> I just, I, I, I was hoping they would show her drinking back out of that glass again, but they but didn't you know show she that. Did. You know she did. I know, but I'm wishing they just showed that. Because oh. you know they have that footage. Netflix, yeah, post, her, she post. got her She got her drunk eyes where they look down, but her eyebrows are looking up. <laughs> And you know, like it's the brain delay. It's where the eyes look and the head moves, and the brain starts to catch up, and then everything catches up three seconds later. Barnett is sexy. Why did fuck. <laughs> Best quote of the whole series, by the way. Well, you know what? Brett's or, Bar- or Barnett's sexy. As fuck. <laughs> <laughs> out of context, Jessica. I need to make a new Twitter handle. Out of oh, that'd be really Jessica. funny. Just like what? scream, Barnett's sexy as fuck. Out of, out of context, Jessica. <laughs> out of context, Jessica quotes. 
Like when I'm when he turns fourteen, I'll be sixty and you'll be fifty. <laughs> yes, I know how to do math. <laughs> that's no, that's exactly what we were talking about last episode. It's like she's just not doing math. She's like, well, how about <laughs> how about when I'm seventy and you'll be like sixty yeah. or fifty-five? In each scenario, he's ten Alex years younger than her. Math, drugs, math. <laughs> In every scenario, she's ten year. He's ten years younger than her. It's crazy. Um, I just like how like everything just unravels the more she drinks. It's oh. just fantastic. And I've never seen her not drink. Yeah. And I hate to use double negatives, but that that that's where it is. <laughs> Sorry. So we so we, we covered Barnett and Amber. Amber and Barnett was supposed to be the playboy. I feel like he was supposed to be the good looking guy. And I think that it's interesting that the playboy and the silly girl are the ones that worked. One of the ones that worked. Yes, in the beginning, I really didn't like Amber a lot, and I thought Barnett and her, they weren't going to make it. I thought it was going to be more of a joke, but they really grew on me as I kept watching the show. I really liked seeing their relationship blossom. Yeah. I think that gives credit to communication. I think when when anybody, like when I got married, the advice I was given was you got to learn to communicate. And that means being clear about your communication. I There's slept, no. Room. I slept through that class. You did sleep through that yeah. class. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean that. <laughs> no, no, but, but, but <laughs> see how bad I'm at communicating. <laughs> but my, my point is, is that when I got married, that was like the one lesson. It was like, you want this marriage to last, you communicate, and there you make sure there is no room for miscommunication because every argument that begins and starts stems from miscommunication. And at that point, I think what we were just talking about earlier, about five minutes ago, it comes down to the fact that she is straight up with him. Yeah. And the more genuine, straightforward, no misinterpretation conversations that they have, the better they're going to be. And that's just, it, it's proving that despite their age, despite their own maturities, they're communicating. There's no room for miscommunication. Do you think Am- he ever wonders what Amber's thinking? No. <laughs> She will tell him. <laughs> like, I think she, I mean, she's an ex-tank mechanic. She's a dude, practically. I think she's, like, very much communicates like a guy that way. Well, you, you, let's, let's jump over to Giannina and Damien, because there's another outspoken girl who speaks her feelings and a guy who really thinks he's God's gift to the world. Um, you know, she and Amber are both people that speak out how they're feeling, but I feel like Amber has more tact than Giannina does. Because mm-hmm. Giannina will tear Damien down to let him know how she feels, but I don't think that Amber... Amber told Barnett what he's thinking, but she never disparaged Barnett in the process. Yeah. I think... Sorry, that has something to do, I think, with uh, Damien's reaction to her, too. He sort of... Like shuts down and never says anything or gives her reaction, Bingo. and it's very difficult to have a conversation. So I think she she has to amp up her emotions in order to get anything back from him. Bingo! I agree with that completely. He he, he has such a limited range of emotion, and like, and I, I bet you she would even agree to this. She's got that Latin America, that South American kind of blood in her. Like South American women, they, they're they're a bit feisty when it comes to they're passionate about on all ranges of that spectrum. So for her to see him be so limited in emotion, she's going to dial it up a little bit because it's a balance. And if he's got nothing, she's got to be all of it. Well, he's a quiet simmerer. And I think that that, I mean, their temperaments are something they need to understand the relationship. And I'm glad that he said no, 
because it's a lot easier to say no than to go through a divorce. And I'm glad that they're taking more time to explore it because it sounds like they love each other, but they weren't ready in the time frame that was in the show. That's the best thing they could have done. Well, yeah, she had to get ready in 30 minutes, guys. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to miss that helicopter ride. Um, It's the last helicopter out of Vietnam. So I, I thought that I didn't like how he blamed her for everything when he said he's not ready. But that goes back to that whole prizing thing. He prizes himself. He prizes himself, which is why I'm glad she gave him his bow back, you know. And there's and after the reunion that show, there. I was wondering what she was doing. Oh, when she was ripping her dress. I did, I did not understand what was happening at all. Because yeah, because Matt, because I even missed that in in the part in the pods when he was like he put a bow on his wrist or something like that. I'm like, I didn't, I totally missed that somehow. Yeah, he said he was her gift. Yeah. When he was proposing, he said, I am your gift. And it's like, and she gave him his bow back, which is hilarious because it was the stupidest through line through the whole thing. It's like, I'm a gift. Unwrap my wrist and I will be yours. Um, I just love how their whole relationship is the quest for the magical butterflies. Can I just say that? They're always searching for those butterflies. If I just said butterflies one more time, I think it would have worked. <laughs> Damien, I just... Don't have my butterflies anymore. They're gone. It's not butterflies. They're gone. They are back to Speaking caterpillars. Of butterflies. I love you, Dean. I'm so cocooned. Uh, how much of marriage is butterflies? I mean, it's like zero <laughs> percent of the actual marriage is butterflies. In marriage, I call that gas. <laughs> hey, we should ask Jessica to do the math on that. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, how many... 13 right? butterflies in five seconds means how much love for somebody? Uh, if a butterfly metamorphosizes in 10 years, then I'm a butterfly what? and you're a slug. What if they're taller than 5'7"? <laughs> I don't care what the butterfly looks like. I'm going to love the shit out of it. Except for that butterfly. Ew. So let's talk Barnett about... Barnett or... butterfly is the hottest. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, butterflies are the hottest. Which say that again? Barnett, the butterfly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, whoa. It could be any it can be any butterfly in the world as long as it looks like Barnett. Barnett. Yeah. A Barnett butterfly. Yeah. Ooh, new hashtag. Ooh. Alright, so uh, we just passed the 30 minute mark, but we're gonna we're we're not done with our conversation yet. So okay, I'm feeling good. That nine percent's okay, so kicking in. We have to talk about Jessica and Mark, right? We have to talk about we Jessica have Mark. To. I think we, we have, have to talk to. about uh, Lauren and Cam we have to talk about Kelly and Kenny because we didn't really Kelly and Kenny we can sum up and I think my watercolor reference was actually it really was on. honestly it was that was brilliant it looked but like I would like, like to say that Kelly 100% regrets that Kenny broke up with her I mean she was crying all over the reunion yep. yeah I didn't I didn't understand the whole like I tried to date him afterwards and it didn't work and that was the plan it's like I really think that yeah. Kelly went on there to boost her status well, that's that's what my wife was telling me. I guess she's like a fitness instructor or something like that, and like it was one of those like. Unfortunately, it's what's like been corrupting like the Bachelor sequence too, which is like people are going off their Instagram models or their their you know beauty pageant contestants, and they're getting their following behind them, and they're doing this as a, a source to get more popular. Yeah, but I mean, because Kenny is the real deal, though. Kenny is awesome. I would I would triple marry Kenny today, and he could join our family. I will marry, and I will fight you for him. Right? I'm a guy, and I'd fight you for him. I just want to sleep with him, so you guys can marry him. And then... <laughs> I would form a domestic partnership today with him. I mean, what? 
<laughs> I mean, what? Our listeners already know we hold hands when we watch The Bachelor. This is true. <laughs> I know. We just wait till Listen to Your Heart comes out. Um, now we'll be singing together. Yes. Oh, can we talk about the song selection by Netflix and all these shows? Is it, like, specially written just for this show? Because the lyrics were incredible. They were really fun. The, the background songs had, yes. like, one word that related to the situation. And then I think there's... Butterflies. Like, <laughs> you're, my sh- you're my butterfly. Sugar baby. Sugar baby. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's a good point because I, I listened to it and it's all indie rock first and foremost but then like the first within the first three words it has like a you know like like when Jessica was walking I was like alone like like it has like it was incredible yes it has this weird little tie to it so I thought it, it nailed, they nailed that um, but I, I I want that job by the way I want to pick songs for a show or it's, it's how hard. much that person gets paid it's a hard job I can I'm, imagine. This is going to make me sound like I'm myself, but um, I was Don't watching the OC, the OC, the TV series, uh, you know, director's cut, and they were talking about how song selection was one of the biggest parts of the show. Yep. And they talked about how one artist, Finley Quay, flew from England with a briefcase with his demo in it just to be released on the song. Wow. Or William Orbit is his name. Wow. In Finley Quay. It's all about the culture. You gotta be cool. I mean, what? I mean, <laughs> I, mean I saw it on SmackDown. SmackDown? <laughs> um, you're from the OC, Saramia. I'm from the OC. You represent, yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. all from the OC. Who are we kidding? <laughs> Dear Lord. Yeah. The truth is out. We just lost 100 listeners. Lauren Conrad. <laughs> um, she is my favorite person who has ever lived. No big deal. Okay. <laughs> She, she is my hall pass. I told Vanessa. What's your favorite position, CEO? <laughs> it's the best Lauren Conrad joke I have. Or it's a comment statement. Um, Wait. Sorry. I was just going to say you said the only Lauren Conrad joke you have. Like, it's not a joke. She said that. Personal she's a, She said that. It was a statement. I, it's not a joke. Which honestly is probably the best statement. She, like, that, was a, that was a boss quote. Yeah. That's like, yeah, because you know, like yeah, somebody's well, just assuming. Yeah, fight like, me, Alex. <laughs> fight me for Kenny or Lauren. Like we got options. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you guys are you guys are some Patico and your celebrity crushes here. Oh yeah, are you kidding me? Love is blind, Kenny and Lauren. Well, you guys are fighting over LC. Me and Kenny will be oh. just hanging out. <laughs> Hopefully, helping him with his presidential nice campaign. Oh, we got. Are we going to talk about Jessica and Mark? I don't want to have you guys go too long. Oh no, we're, we're we got it. Jessica Barnett and Jessica Mark, right? So let's talk about that. Well, guess that what? This is uh, this is our show, so we can go as long as we want. Yeah, um, so we have to talk about this thruple. They have to listen to our episode for as long as we want, right? Isn't that how it yeah, works? Yeah, or they just turn yeah. it off. Freedom of speech. Oh yeah, this is this is still America. Yeah. Um. So I guess we already conquered Lauren and Cam too. Yeah, they're yeah yeah we have kind of tackled them, yeah. but they get married. <laughs> you haven't watched. <laughs> And I love them. They're still my favorite couple. After and their finances are doing great. Yeah, and, they're, and, they're still my favorite couple. I think and Lauren is his wardrobe consultant. Seriously, Google Lauren dresses Cameron. <laughs> it's I the best. It was my favorite thing. I showed you. I can't you wait it. till we get off this thing to do it. <laughs> um, you show me two outfits. I'm so like, I want to see the rest. I have to be honest. I do love how quickly like Cameron adapted to her sense of style and just kind of like took on her lifestyle. I think that's lovely. It, it, it's important. I think. Um, but looking at Cameron's friend, he was just looking for any opportunity to escape that life. Um, mm. 
But let's talk about Jessica and Mark. I think this is kind of like this is the meatiest part of the show. I don't even want to address Carlton and Diamond, but because they were the reunion show. Yeah. Um, but let's 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 talk about Jessica and Mark. So I'll I'll have you start. Oh me. Um, well, I mean, I know we've said a lot of things, but the, the funniest thing during the reunion to me was when Mark made that comment about roast beef or something to Jessica, and she had no idea what he was talking about. I guess they lost the emotional connection that they had, and it was truly sad. <laughs> the Italian beef? <laughs> Italian beef. Uh, she just gave him and the... she literally said, I don't know, I forgot about that. <laughs> it, it was a through line through the whole show. Yeah. She, he wanted the Italian beef, but she just gave him the cold shoulder. Cold cuts. And didn't she say something stupid like, oh yeah, my mom, my mom knows how to cut that. I'm like, that's not what he's going for, sweetheart. No, so if you watch the first episode of The Pods, she talks about how she makes the best Italian sand- Italian beef sandwich. Yeah. Because they're yeah. from... And then when he goes home to meet her, or when she comes home to meet his family, he talks about how he started in his notepad or whatever. Yep. Okay, well, you're through line guy, dude. Yeah, underlying Italian beef. Um... <laughs> You know, I think she was looking for an Italian beef cake. He just misheard her. And Italian I still... Barnett cake. I don't, I don't care. Which, so I want to ask your opinion. I still am of the theory, and I am 100% believing this, that if he looked like Antonio Banderas, they would be married. There would not be a problem in the world. She, He wasn't tall enough or good looking enough for her. And that she kept convincing herself. Again, I am I, completely of the belief that she lies to herself on the daily about this. And she oh, can, yeah. she tried to force it, and then at, when push came to shove, and it's time to get married, she says no and pulls the plug. Because she, it, it, there's a point of no return. She realized she couldn't play the game any further unless she wanted to have dire consequences. And at that point, she pulled the record. I, I think in I want to hear Sonia's opinion on that before I speak. Oh no, I think I think you're absolutely right. She lied to herself and to him as much as she could and then she drank through the pain even though we all could see that she wasn't happy and then mm. push came to shove she just couldn't do it any longer and I commend her for that at least you figured it out before you made the final absolute mistake I yep. think that she was never in though this is my theory and we talked about this a little bit last time I think she tried to get every opportunity to get Mark to quit yep she tried to oh, have yeah. him quit to save face and I think she got to a certain point in this like she literally I don't know if you guys caught this or not but she mentioned their age gap maybe once only once that was only one what? time she mentioned wait it. is there an age gap I didn't realize yeah so apparently they're 10 years apart <laughs> I, no you, way so you, when she's 40 is he he's 30 younger to by 10 years again? yeah I don't Literally, I think she walked in through every door frame, and like, there's like this like self help book. This is every time you walk through a door frame, put your shoulders back and smile because your first impression is literally you're you'll never get that back. So every time you walk through a door frame, stand up and smile. I think she walked through every door frame and said, "He's ten years younger than me." Someone say that, and it's fucked up. Please, please. She. <laughs> My favorite part was that she went through every single person who she's ever met in her entire life, and nobody had an issue with it yep. except for. Yep. Joe Jonas and Perinka are ten years apart. She, I think. I think the last, the last hope that she had was talking to her friends about it. And when her friend pulls the whole like Joe Jonas and Perinka, you can tell in Jessica's mind she's going, 
gosh darn it because <laughs> she tried she Wait, she has tried so you hard making fun of Jessica and like be real for a second Let's my husband it. was six years younger than me and it wasn't a big deal when we first started you know dating but it became a thing so I I'll give her that I can see it but I, if, you know if somebody was so gung ho and it didn't matter to the guy it shouldn't matter which, which oh, I feel like people loves in your face. People That's would it. forgive the fact that, yeah, it can be a thing where they deal with it. But when that was the thing she opened up with every single time, she'd be like, <laughs> yeah. he's great. He's so sweet. He always says, like, I'm his world. But he's 10 years younger than me. But he, like, yeah. she always would bring it up. It was always her, like, hammering point. Honestly, she could have figured, she could have done something like, you know, I just don't think the maturity level's there. And that would even be something different, right? But she kept just throwing out the age She should have attacked on all levels. She should have made up all kinds of terrible things about him. So at least she would have had a strategy instead of putting all of her eggs in one like, right? age basket. Right? That didn't work out in her favor. And exactly. I, I completely agree with that. And like that's where my that's where my theory differs from Matt's a little bit, where it's like she's just looking for a way to get out completely. I think she was looking for a way to get him to agree with her so that the decision yes. to not get married was mutual. So that she didn't look like it was just a one sided affair. Yeah. Yeah. But I, is Joe Jonas really the best example of how this could work? He's an international superstar with a budding acting career. Well, Priyanka's an actress too that's crushing Priyanka, it yeah. too. And, and, and Mark is a fitness trainer <laughs> that, that has brown <laughs> sheets. Has one brown sheet. Brown sheets. And he has three gaming systems and he has a neon breakfast sign. And a dog that he apparently lost. For KPMG, I don't know if you know that. Who does? His roommate kept telling him not to get married. Was works at KPMG. He just kept wearing the KPMG. Yes, I saw that. The whole, he was like representing. Was it? Was that at the bachelor party? Right, he was rocking that polo. Oh, mm-hmm, right, the bachelor party, and, and when, then they, were suit when they were visiting at the house, and then also when they were suit shopping. I mean, I didn't notice, but I sort of noticed. Well, even even he couldn't count on the ways that Jessica would try and <laughs> mess up their their wedding. <laughs> He's like, I love that part too. He's like, hey man, you sure? He's like, let's the die doesn't lie. Let's roll the dice. And then he craps out. I'm like, that was the that that was the best. That was if the there best. was foreshadowing, I don't know what is. Yeah. Um Alright, so I think that about covers it. We are um, at 42 minutes here. So at the end of every show, we give a stones rating. Um we each have two stones to give. Naturally. And uh, two stones means you enjoyed the episode. And then um, zero stones means that an act of castration would actually be better than watching this show. We have Sarami here who's going to give her stones rating as well. But we're going to do two stones ratings. Yep. We're going to do episodes and then we're going to do season since this is a season wrap. Oh, I gotcha. Yep. So um, first off, episodes 9, 10, and reunion. Uh, Sarami, you have the floor. Yeah. Ladies first. Oh, thank you. Um, well, I thoroughly enjoyed this, you guys. This is this really brought up all my spirits watching these couples go through it. Whether and I learned a lot from all of them, so I'm gonna have to give them two stones for the episodes for sure, or I guess two tips because I don't have stones to give. But yes, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you always have stones to give. What are you talking about? You have honorary stones to give. <laughs> you have all of that. I've given them all the stones. Two tips <laughs> is what you said. You gave two what? I gave two stones. Okay. I thought you said two tips. <laughs> oh, tips. I gave two tips. Okay. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Perfect. Maybe for our lady listeners, I jump on the show. Maybe that's bad to give. All right. All right, Alex. Okay. What about you? These episodes, what do you give them? 
Um, I, I liked the drama. I liked the the upheaval that was taking place. There's a part of me that, that felt like it did, did did drag on a little bit, but then I even asked you, like, I felt like these episodes were longer. Well, they were. So, understanding that, two stones. They were entertaining. Okay. I thought... So, I saw a preview for the reunion special on YouTube, and they showed Amber and Jessica fighting. Yep. And I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to watch this episode. And then I watched it, and that happens in the first 10 minutes. And then of the, the rest episode. of the reunion is kind of a... Nothing burger. A nothing burger. Um, and Nick Lachey is just a puppet. He was he was to get people to listen. I I I, I honestly think that Vanessa Lachey came up with this strategy or the, this this idea this concept and goes makes an awesome pitch, sells the executives at Netflix, and they go, "We love it." One thing though, you get your husband in, we'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> Vanessa Lachey and I'm the host of Love is Blind and he's like and I'm Nick Lachey. <laughs> he said, he said don't I'm, have to say anything else. He I said I'm obviously Nick Lachey is what he said. Obviously. Well, he's got that and, star And people. he always refers to her as his as her husband. If you've noticed. Like, oh, yeah. This is definitely a Vanessa Lachey production that I think yes. the executives are like bring your husband in we're golden. So since we can't give half stones I, I'm going to give it two stones but I thought that the Actual reunion show was a uh, one stone, maybe, but two stones for the episodes overall. Yep. Now let's talk about this series. Can this series get anything less than four stones? Because we give every episode chunk two stones. <laughs> two stones. So it was fun. It, so, so, so Rami, you can start. What do you think about Love Is Blind? Are you on board for season two? I cannot wait for season two. I thought this was a hot mess. I loved everything about it. Two stones, definitely. Does that mean that I will be 10 years older than Mark? <laughs> well, if you give two stones now, that would put him 10 years younger than Jessica. That puts him at negative eight stones. Yes. So <laughs> so the math is there. Uh, I'll go next. I, I'm going to give this uh, two stones for the whole season. I liked it. I watched it twice and... The first couple episodes, the pod episodes are the least interesting to me. Hmm. But you need the you need the pods to establish the whole show, the backstory. So overall, I give it a, a two stones. No, I think honestly, I think Sarami put it best for all the reasons she mentioned. Two stones. It was a hot mess. It was awesome. I, I enjoyed it. It was entertaining. All right, so you heard it here first. Four stones and two tits for the episodes, and then you got uh, four stones for the season. Um, we are going to be doing Tiger King next. And we know that this doesn't fall in the genre of, uh, you know, media that your girl drags you to. But we're whores and this is really popular right this now. This is so. by popular demand. We're going to be watching Tiger King. And I really want to thank you, Saramia, for being a guest host. You're welcome back anytime. Yes. Thanks a lot, you guys. It was so much fun. I can't wait to do it again. Yes. And so uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ROStonesGuys. Uh, be sure to rate, subscribe, share. Uh, share that's what Sarana did, and she got to join us here. Yep. Um, share, share, share. And uh, we really look forward to being with you again soon. So we're going to sign it off. Thanks again, Saramia. Thanks again. We loved having Thanks you. Thanks again, you guys. All right. We'll talk later. Take care.